0: This is Blattcast 502, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. Hosted by Christian Blatt. Today, Christian is joined by Will Sterling and Jeff Duray. Tonight's episode, Two Minute Hate. So please, dim your lights, silence your phones, return tray tables to their upright and locked positions, and get ready for what is quite possibly the longest hour, or shortest two hours and 56 minutes, of your life. And now, your host, because he won't let anyone else do it, Christian Blatt, welcome to the Black Cast.
1: Very exciting to be back again, two consecutive shows with At Will Sterling. Underscore over there is the one and only Jeff Duray, not to be confused with Duray Jeff. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. And Hello. Like, I was like, I'm just gonna crack my knuckles. I am uh, Paul Lind in the center square. Of ah. My- I don't do the voice as well as Will. So why don't you just say something as Paul Lind and I'll pretend it's me. (laughs) Oh,
2: geez, Christian, you're in the center square. And of course, it's also
1: Roger on American. Exactly. That's really just literally the same voice. Uh, So we're here to talk about a lot of things. You know, we're catching up. We're celebrating 500 plus episodes of the Blackcast. And Blackcast episodes, they're very long. If nothing else, they are very long. So semi-ironically, uh, I'm looking at this episode as the two minutes hate from 1984 by George Orwell, uh, which in the long stretch since we did our previous episode, I've been able to, I had it at 10 minutes of hate. Two minutes does not seem like enough hate. Jeff, if you were going to unleash some hate, do you think you could get it done in two minutes? <sighs> <sighs>
3: That reminds me of a question that you asked Will on a previous episode about uh, <laughs> how how you thought that it, if you might hurt somebody if he had super strength. My first mm. thought was how I'd rip my own dick off
2: <laughs> by accident. By obviously. Accident, obviously. Yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. by accident. Just because you're so strong.
3: Yeah. Just by accident, you know.
2: By
1: accident. Aggressive
2: masturbation. Yeah. Masturbating. yeah.
1: Well, so I
3: think that's what I would do with my two minute hate. Yeah.
1: Um, so will am i correct did you hate the current season of stranger things or did you just think it was too long no i just okay Okay. It's Did just too I, long. Okay. Was I talking shit about it? Somewhere? No, I I think that your comment about the running time oh, made me yeah. think you hated it. No, no. Um, because everybody was raving about it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, Will hates it. I no. love that. Even though, even uh-huh. though I would make you talk about it in a way that I wouldn't understand because I haven't seen it since the middle of the second season. But
2: yeah, yeah. I had enjoyed I enjoyed large parts of it, but I genuinely yeah. felt like being allowed to to format television as essentially nine movies mm-hmm. is cheating. Like it's not a show, you know what I mean? You're not writing for television when Netflix is like, yeah, your finale can be two and a half hours. I'm like, cool. The dark night is your season finale. Like that's, <laughs> you just yeah, get all that no. time to do all that shit. Like I do think that there's something of the craft of television writing that when a streamer says here's like $20 million an episode, it can be 90 minutes or two hours, whatever you want is not succinct television. And I think yeah. better quality writing comes sometimes from living no. In no, and look
1: I think it's great when A streaming series like Has an episode and you're like oh this one's 67 minutes and great. it's like okay the, You yeah. just had that much story The I season get 3 infuriated finale was when... like an hour and 20 And I was like this yeah. is awesome yeah, I get in, I get infuriated when a show is uh, thirty eight minutes, and I'm like, "Was is it a half hour where it just went a little long, or is it an hour where it went a little short?" All you the know? Star Wars
2: shows, you're like, "This the Star is Wars minutes shows and do that." Some of the Marvel shows have
1: done that, and yeah, yeah, yeah Disney Plus is guilty of the thirty eight minute hour. Yeah, but <laughs> that's probably how they pay their employees. <laughs> what were we going to say, Jeff?
3: Uh, if you were looking for somebody to hate on the most recent season of Stranger Things, volume two was a big letdown. Oh, which good. is just two now, episodes. Well, don't talk two, about two it movies. in spoiler terms, Two but movies can, worth
1: of letdown. Can you, uh, it, it, it's can just, you sit, can you the, talk about it in a general way as to what you didn't like about it?
3: I feel, I think it's really, I don't think it spoils anything to say some of my problems with it. I don't think Millie Bobby Brown has aged into a better actress I think she's either stagnant or worse than she was when she started. She's really not great. People praise her all the time. She's fantastic in that Godzilla Godzilla movie that I love. Remember how
1: much I love that Godzilla movie? Oh yeah.
3: yeah. Which one? She was was so good in it. The The one where she was like, look at the Godzilla. It's doing the thing. And she's like, (laughs) oh no! The Godzilla's got me! (laughs) <laughs> um no no she was
1: bad so too. she's not so she, she hasn't uh, advanced as, as her craft I, has not improved I don't think she's good it's it's one of those things where but just let me just throw in because it made me imagine if Leonardo DiCaprio peaked in Growing Pains and he acted exactly like that throughout the rest of his career <laughs> pretty much well Lady like, Gilbert
3: great whatever she does however she seems to per, um project herself in her normal life is her ability to act right mm-hmm. like she projects herself when that first season came out as this like shy a little like no, oh, i don't know i'm apprehensive but i'm nice and it, people were like oh how endearing and i was one of the people who was like oh she seems sweet and then it was like i think by the second season came around she was so like uh, loved from that first one she's like mm-hmm. i'm cool like it may be cool now And then that has just gone from there. It's like, to me, when I see some of the choices that she makes as an actress and some of those things, it it reflects to me, somebody who can't be told that's a bad idea because they think they know better than other people. And so it was just like a lot of her choices, a lot of her like... "Ah." It's just I don't know, it's falling flat for me, but I also don't think it's just her. I think the writing has gotten bad. I think
1: let me ask does she still like waffles? Cuz if she doesn't I'm not going to watch it.
3: Yeah, I think she likes waffles. They okay. they <laughs> they decided to start this season out where they have her have a huge regression in personality oh, and okay. ability to interact. Uh-huh. It's kind of weird. Like she goes from seeming like, you know, borderline competent by the end of the third season to like oh are we friends friends so, are you my friends and it's just like what the fuck is like going that. on <laughs> she doesn't really talk like that but it's just like her her yeah. level of naivete is just like embarrassing and stupid and it doesn't serve the character
1: so, so you like the first part of the season i thought it was a lot better Okay. I, okay. I was
3: I was getting into it. I was it was I was into their setups. I predicted as per usual like everything that was gonna happen because they don't hide, they don't hold their cards close to the chest. They let you know what's gonna happen. Like and they foreshadow, and it's like never a red herring. It's what's gonna happen. And that's fine, but it's just like it becomes very predictable. Um, but then all their payoffs, because it was a lot of Millie Bobby Brown, and she just like they had kind of kept her stuff a little bit like more minimal in the first half of the season or the first volume of the season. And then she's a big focus for those two episodes. So I think that is part of why I didn't like it. That Some of the things that happen are just ridiculous. Like there's somebody who gets shot through the heart. oh, And you're like, Oh, you're dead. And then they like get up and they're like doing things for a little bit and talking after that. And it's like, you were shot in the heart. This is, you shouldn't have had them shot through the heart if we're supposed to like have you get to up and blame. talk to them thank, yeah
1: thank you because <laughs> i was about to point out that whoever that character was they do indeed give love a bad name that's true uh, that's so, also
2: just a true thing about
1: that character I mean, so, who was that
2: i was like i got oh, not that'd be a spoiler i
1: guess I yeah know, that would just... that would definitely be a spoiler uh but uh so are so when people are raving about how great it is Will, uh, you're just feeling like, yeah, but why don't you take however many hours of content there is? Uh, My friend, uh, Alexa, who I know, Will, you've met. uh, She was just like, just have the same hours of show, but divide it up differently. You know, just like have more Mm -hmm. episodes. But I know that gets into like probably budgeting things. You probably have to pay the actors more if they do like 12 episodes. You make them work twice as much. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, but that's kind of shitty.
2: It is kind of shitty. I mean, I know that they were dumping a lot of money and I just, I was just, I thought it was too busy. I mean, I think some of the joy of that show is, is this cast of characters that they've created. That's like expanded a little bit slowly, but in this one, there's just like a lot of people and they're all trying to give everybody like pretty equal screen time. And, uh, it, it's very busy. It doesn't need to be that long. Uh, I do also, like, there are some things, like Jeff was saying, like, major inconsistencies where I was like, are they going to address this? Like, the thing with the hammer, Jeff, and the feet and the, you know what I mean? I was like, so is that, is his ankle broken? Is it, (laughs) like, there's, like, it's a major thing that, like, allows a character to do something big and then he's just fine after that. And I'm like, so no one cares that this doesn't make any sense after this and this person Mm -hmm. is Perfectly all right. So there's a lot of moments where they just like are like, what are they going to fucking do? We're stranger things. That's kind of how it feels. And I'm like, I really think you guys still need to understand the confines of the sandbox in which you were playing. And you can't say you get to do whatever you want just because Netflix gave you $20 million per episode or however much.
3: It reminded me of Wonder Woman 1984 insofar as oh, because we're set in the 80s, we can use 80s TV logic. It's fine. Don't worry about (laughs) it.
1: Yeah, we have a... We have, a, we have an A-Team script from Stephen J. Cannell. We're just going to change the character names and uh, put Wonder Woman in it instead of Mr. T, and it's going to work out uh, perfectly fine. So, Will, would you say that the most recent season or broken into two parts, whatever, of Stranger Things, was it fine or was it actually even better than that? You just didn't know why it was so long. There were moments that were better than fine. I mean, like okay. I enjoyed it by and large.
2: But it is one of those things where we're reflecting on it. I'm like, yeah, I do have some... I have more problems when I think back on it. And some of those things in the moment. But really, I remember by the time I got to that... Like, the second... the till, till Like, the last couple episodes are, like, an hour and 15. The second to last episode is, like, 90 minutes. And then that last episode is two hours and 20 minutes. And I was like, I, what are you guys even fucking doing? Do you have any... I, like, it really could have been a solid nine episode hour. Like, it could have been written in a much tighter, better way. But they... I don't know why they thought that they needed to have this insane unbounded story where Netflix was like, you don't have to edit any of these scripts at all. Just shoot them exactly as is. And, and here's fistfuls. I mean, it's clearly working for them because yeah. it's very popular and most people like it. It's certainly not bad. I think it's probably, I thought season two was my least favorite season. I, this might just be, it's not that it's like bad. It's just fucking tedious. It's too It's like too hard to rewatch now. I'm, not, I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking... 20 hours to rewatch season four alone you know like it's just (laughs) it's so much content and I actually thought season three was so good um sort of more of the original energy of the first season than season two was that like it it was just such a that was such a delightful season that this was it's just chaotic and kind of too sad and I hate it when characters are like not together and they spend way too much time coming back together and it takes them the whole season really to come back together. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I just want these people to be with each other. That's the whole thing that makes the show work and is special. Just, just make it happen. And now they're like, well, in season five, they already got together. So we don't have to restart. And I'm like, they kept saying like, building these teasers to the, the final episodes like it was some big finale and then of course the yeah. whole time the bad guy's going this is just the beginning and you're like jesus god this is just the beginning
1: <laughs> what other
2: fucking thanos person is out there that's gonna <laughs> just get to the just get yeah. to the,
1: how about how about we get to the end well that's yeah. what me and casey
2: yeah. were like watching these trailers would get into this last episode and i'm like i feel like the show should be over after this the way that they're doing this like well, this if they were saying this is the end of the season I'd be like fine you guys get 2 hour episodes like fucking whatever you want to do but they were like no no this is uh this there's still one more season and I was like okay is what is that going to be 3 hour episodes
0: yeah
3: well how about the fact that the last episode all 2 hour 20 minutes of it ends like the Third Lord of the Rings. Oh my God! Over and over and
0: over again. I was like,
2: oh, so many people like, oh, that scene with Dustin. I was like, was fucking corny and horrible and not (laughs) needed. It was like made me cry. And I'm like, of course it did. It's just like they knew what they were doing, and it was like clickbait, basically. Yeah, I think that
1: uh, a lot of shows and movies make that mistake of like, you know how you like all these people together? Yeah, we're gonna split them up.
0: Uh, I've talked a little bit
1: about how uh, I. For the first time in uh, probably more than a decade, I'm watching the original Star Wars trilogy because Felix, my, by the time people see this now, seven-year-old son, uh, I finally talked him into watching it with me. Uh, When I first asked him last fall, he was like, no, that's a big kid show. And and he thought he was going to be scared. And I've made the point Mm. on this podcast before. He had seen the Jungle Cruise movie in the theater. And that is much scarier than Star Wars. And also, like I don't know, like a hundred times worse. It was terrible. It was a terrible movie. <laughs> the Rock was just looks so like,
2: silly in that costume with that little hat. And he's yeah. so big that I'm like, it's so big. Back then, how are you that buff? Are you lifting yeah. boats? And what are you eating? Like why?
3: He's eating children. <laughs> <This> <laughs> that, that would actually make so sense. So goofy in that but stupid costume. But the
1: interesting thing about watching the original Star Wars trilogy—I've talked about this before—with uh, a kid for the first time is you kind of forget what kids connect to. And he, his favorite character, hands down, was R2-D2. He thinks R2-D2 is really funny. Like when the jaw was, like, zap him (laughs) and he falls over. He laughed like I did when I saw Gilbert Gottfried saying, you know, his story on the aristocrats. You know? So, like, he just, it was the funniest thing he'd ever seen. And he loves C-3PO. And just his, his his like a level sass, his just bitchiness. Like you go that way. It's too Rocky. And mm, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I guess I can see how that's so funny. And then I guess it made me understand how Will as a boy. You saw Phantom Menace, what eight times. And you, you probably had no hate in your heart for Jar Jar Banks, Did you? As a, as a young man, either of you, I guess. I mean, uh, you know, I know I didn't, yeah. but, uh, uh, <laughs> going to have to come back. Yeah his connection got messed up. So he'll come back in a little bit. Yeah. Gotcha.
3: But, uh, oh, so you were just talking about Felix loving the droids. It just yeah. gave me this idea that I think would be hilarious. Again, a mockumentary of like somebody interviewing the droids from star Wars, but it's like not the actors, the droids themselves. And it's like R2 D2 talking, like beeping about how he was a, a big fan of Buster Keaton and like a yeah. big fan of physical comedy. So he liked to like, time his pratfalls specifically
1: to the, uh, parsec. I, uh, I, I, think that, uh, it's just cause they are funny, but you don't think that's not how I think of those movies is like, Oh, the droids sure are funny, but I mean, they totally are. But the reason I brought them up is that they're not separated for very long. They're gone. They're apart for like five minutes. You know, and then in Empire Strikes Back, it's like ten, maybe even fifteen minutes. It's like, yeah, keep, don't don't keep them apart for too long, you know. Uh, so, but you don't seem like you were so disgusted with season four of Stranger Things, where you won't be back to see how it ends, right?
3: No, I mean, again, I'll watch it. I it was I was enjoying the first volume of it, right? The first half of the season, I was I got into it. I was I was very much enjoying it, and I just felt like the payoffs because they were setting up the payoffs and then the payoffs themselves just didn't do it for me and maybe that's part of the problem like that's what i thought was maybe you shouldn't have separated the season maybe you should have finished all your episodes and released it all at once because part of the problem is you got me to like watch binge the first half of your season right and then i had to wait a fucking month so i'm gonna have all sorts of expectations and ideas and things and then when they don't get paid off in at least the ways I'm looking. And frankly, I just don't think they got paid off. Well, yeah. Disappointment. And I think that disappointment would have been mitigated if I hadn't created more expectation with that extra amount of time to wait.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I have a lot of catching up to do, so it's going to be a while before I can weigh in on any of this, but, uh, Uh, I've, I've heard that season three was good. And then there are those people who are raving about this season. So uh, at some point I'm going to get to it. Uh, I, I basically, my wife and I had started season two separately because she was working in New York. And then we were like, okay, we'll watch the rest of it together. uh, Just tidying up our thoughts on uh, how I fell behind in stranger things. It seems like I will get through it maybe in time for season five. Um, but uh, so Will, you're saying you don't really know where it's gonna go, but it's not like you're opposed to checking out more. I mean, I'll, I'll finish it,
2: it. I remember reading an article recently. That the Duffer brothers are like, Our fifth season is gonna like, they even said it's gonna feel a lot like Return of the King. There's just gonna be so many endings, and I was like, You already fucking did that. <laughs> you <already> did that. <laughs> you already did that. Please don't do it again. Yeah, <laughs> like there's not, it's gonna feel even worse. I like those characters, I like the design, I think it's fun, and it's like, it's definitely not a heavy lift emotionally as a show like this season was pretty dark for sure like it was definitely nightmare and elm street inspired to a certain point where like there's a big nod you know what i mean like uh to elm street but um i appreciate that every season kind of has their like homage like the last season was sort of like the blockbuster like back to the future and and jaws and things and this one is like very horror so i'm curious to see what happens but there is something like it is kind of a bummer when a show that starts Kind of whimsical with like adorable kids becomes this like really sad, depressing thing where you're like, I kind of like the, I kind of like the lightheartedness a little bit. Can we, can we do that again? Like, like Doctor I, Who, you know, when it gets too serious for a while, you're like, I, I like the clothes and the, the Scrooge, the whimsy, you know, like that's yeah. what I want to no, see. And,
1: and, and then it, it, it has more merit, whether it's that show or, you know, Doctor Who or another, when you have occasional, serious episodes, but you right. mix it in with right. dinosaurs on a spaceship and have fun. You like know what Futurama I mean?
3: with uh that episode where Fry finds uh, his old dog. Yeah. It makes you cry every time. Yeah. It's the yeah. saddest ending of a show ever. That's
1: why you gotta you gotta mix it up uh and, and do that. So uh uh Will you mentioned that you tried uh the Obi-Wan Kenobi show uh for Disney Plus and you bailed after three Um, I did a whole show on it and I talked about how I had the unique experience where I was able to binge it over like a two day span. And I feel like that helped me because I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't thinking about it for a week. I was like, all right, let's just uh, get through to see how it ended. I, I, for the most part liked it. And, uh, it made me think like, you know what, maybe those prequels aren't as terrible as I remember. Mm. And after the, the entirety of the sequel trilogy, I've said this before. I think some of us might need to apologize to the prequels just a little. Uh, But um, Jeff, I haven't talked to you at all about uh, Kenobi. Have you seen it? And what did you think?
3: I did see it. I thought it was fine. You know, I think Disney... I I really liked Moon Knight. But outside of that, I don't think... Moon Knight and Loki are the two best things they've done. By the way, if you
1: like uh, Moon Knight, I still have it down here. Nice. Uh, This is... The, the first six issues is a story arc called Lunatic. And this is from the complete collection uh, from 2015 or 2016. And so it's, it has that part. Um, the interesting thing about Moon Knight is thank God Oscar Isaac is in that show because he's so good. And the, uh, Ethan Hawke is also good. The rest of the show is okay. I think with another actor, uh, and you know that's They can be very smart and do stuff like that um, In general I liked it I've been somewhat surprised At how many people I've talked to Who watched it and even had familiarity With the character I think that these obscure Marvel characters Are a bit more of an uphill climb um, Moon Knight strikes me as one That I would tell Will Like I would say Don't watch Moon Knight if And you I watched want the Moon
2: whole damn thing and I didn't like it I was like god yeah.
1: fuck See where does the moon night show up? Where is the well, moon night? That's a big part of Moon Knight. Is where is Moon Knight? Yeah. You know, couldn't we have some more of either version of him? But uh
3: we I'm there's fine, not enough. I see that's the thing. I'm was
1: fine with less moon night because
3: we've had enough action we had fucking end game we had the come shot of like people with powers getting it on like you know we don't need as much of that we can pull back a little and, and meet some humanity that's what i thought was good in moon Knight. like you said i enjoyed oscar isaac's yeah it did take a while yes it's slow i i think disney plus in general has a pacing problem with every single one of their shows i don't think any single one of their shows that i've watched flows really well start to finish yeah but i enjoyed the payoffs with moon knight because that's all i can judge their shows are on, on is their payoffs i liked the payoffs with moon knight i appreciated the you know last couple episodes and when we really delved into you know the characters who they were what was going on right uh his backstory with his mom and the brother and everything else um when but I, I
1: like that they saved Jake, the taxi driver, uh, yeah. for the very end. I was starting to think that that might be what they were doing. And I'm like, yeah, there's like a whole part of the character they're not dealing with. I'm like, oh, you know what? That's kind of cool if there is another season. But yeah, it, it, it was not my favorite. I know what you're saying about pacing. Uh, in general, I feel that the Marvel shows don't always end particularly well. Uh, Hawkeye was the most disappointing for me personally of all of them. Uh, it just did the way it ended. I thought it was like mostly fun. And uh, I thought um, Kate Bishop was great and uh, getting uh, Florence Pugh in there. But um, the one that I've liked that I thought was the best for me just because it worked beginning to end was Ms. Marvel uh, because it's just like you take Peter Parker's story and you just sort of place it in this other setting as in Jersey city, which is a whole different planet, but I'm not going to tell anybody to watch it because I know people who don't But yeah like my friend zia she hates like she hated the runaways she hated cloak and dagger she's like i just don't really have the patience for the kid stuff i'm like well there's a lot of that in here but i think uh it's great casting i really like the character and i thought that that story worked the most for me but seems like jeff has a thought it started
3: good it's because it started off like a ripoff of into the spider verse which was that's fair yeah Uh, but I the thing that I found incredibly distracting the whole time was uh Iman Vellani, the main actress, mm-hmm. felt like she was just doing a Haley Steinfeld impression. And it was just like the
1: name you, I couldn't come up with for Kate Bishop, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like at a certain aka point, Bumblebee's friend, by the way, is yeah, also what right, I yeah. call her. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: So it just felt like, okay, well, you already literally cast Haley Steinfeld in this thing. And if they're going to end up teaming up, that's just going to be super fucking boring where they're the same personality with different one with no powers. Cause she can shoot a bow and she's even less interesting than Hawkeye. Yeah. I she's hate, like hate a less up. talented. Hawkeye. She's stupid. Yeah. She's a yeah. stupid character. M- much like how Not Jeremy Renner
1: was a less born born. Yeah. You know, it's kind, yeah. of, it's kind of, I forgot about thing. that born movie. Most yeah. people do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, like Will, I definitely wouldn't tell you to watch Ms. Marvel. Uh, I
2: saw your post on Jonathan I really London, liked the it, Geekscape. Though. You were like, yes. it's like the most complete Marvel storytelling. I was like, oh, maybe I should watch it. And then you're like, oh, Zia so said it's a little bit too much for kids. And I was like, I'm out. I'm, the, do, no, because I don't want to do in, the Disney.
1: Yeah, she's kids in high school, shit. so they have to build this world that she lives in. But the family stuff, I think, is really strong, casting wise, writing wise, all that. Um, is it produced and, like a Marvel, like proper Marvel content, or is it a little bit cheaper looking? Because no, it's, it's not. See, that's the thing that I would say about Runaways and Cloak and Dagger; those were cheaper because yeah, those were like the older iteration were. of Marvel Television that wasn't the you know the Marvel Studios Kevin Feige Marvel Television, right? Uh, and Jeff, you. You correct me if you feel like, no, it did. I, I felt like effects wise and, and in terms of budget, I mean, th- there's some like big stuff in terms of, you know, there's a whole episode that's, uh, you know, set in a different era that I think that they did a nice job with.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and even though they didn't convince me that uh, Atlanta looked like Jersey city, I think that there was enough other stuff where they like went to Thailand to pretend it was Karachi. And it was like, all right, close enough. You know, there wasn't too much of that though. You know, whereas like, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you always like you saw the price tag on the uh, costumes because they were going to return it after they were done shooting. You know, you felt like a lot of these other things were cheap that they did. But uh, frankly, it
3: of? seemed like they spent more budget on Miss Marvel with justifiably than they did on Moon Knight. There was a lot of CGI in Moon Knight that just looked cheap and shitty, especially earlier in the season. Yeah. So it did seem like that, you know, they put a lot into this. I didn't hate it. I didn't. I just felt like it didn't go anywhere. You know like they're the payoff the the best episode is the flashback episode mm-hmm. um and then the final wait of which one moon knight or uh, no uh, miss marvel yeah uh, i agree both of them i guess in some ways but uh yeah. you know i just didn't the payoff the final episode specifically like the finale
1: of miss marvel was just like mm. Maybe last episode should have been your finale, you know? What I mean? <laughs> yeah, but then that's the problem too. Is it's like, well, we've got to we've got to move pieces around the game board uh, for what's coming next. Uh, but um, yeah, I, so will it's like it's tough because uh, we'll get back to Obi Wan in a, in a little bit. But uh, just because where the conversation has flown uh, has we, flown, Can we also
2: can we also talk about that other thing that I fucking loathe? No, no,
1: we're gonna get. Yeah, that's where okay, I'm going good. now. Actually, good, good. Okay. So. Uh, and there was a point where I thought I was going to tell you that you would probably have enjoyed Eternals because of the scale that it was on to watch on Disney plus never in the theater. I was never going to tell you to watch it in the theater. Uh, But then enough people didn't like it. And it's just like, I don't know. It was just this like really ambitious, diverse cast. And there's like grand storytelling that is like tangentially. And then I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't think now, when it comes to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, my initial comment to you was, I think you should listen to the score Yeah, because I thought you would like the Danny Elfman score. Was that not the first thing I said to you?
2: Uh, I do think that was the first thing you said. Yeah. And the raininess of it. You're like, I think you'll like the same raininess. Well,
1: and and I think that there's, so the rainy moments in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, which I assume Jeff, you've seen that I know it's been on Disney plus for a while. Um, uh, the raminess is why my wife has not seen it. We had a friend who worked at Disney who saw it even before I did. Uh, and now I can see it early. No. But uh, And he was like, yeah, it's actually kind of a horror movie. And my wife was like, oh, thank God, I don't need to see it. <laughs> uh, she was like... I've told the story before that there was a point a few years ago where my wife hadn't worked in a little while and like an opportunity came up where she could have like, you know, she wasn't like necessarily going to be hired, but she didn't even want to put her name into consideration for a horror show. Cause she's like, no, I, I can't, I can't live in that. It's world. American it's not Horror is. story. If so, she dodged a bullet. It's okay. It's an American. <laughs> American um, yeah. I know they always have like names, like, hotel yeah uh it was uh, this one i believe was american horror story bus station ah, so uh she phone booth where colin sparrow
2: so, is in the phone booth again for yeah. 10 episodes
1: yeah. i think that that shows a little nationalist
3: frankly i'm more interested in southeast asian horror story
2: <laughs> you know what watch that
1: i really would watch that <laughs> i agree with you jeff so there were things that i thought worked about dr strange and i wasn't Like, look, there's things that I've seen and I'll tell you, I'm like, I don't, I don't think that one's for you. Uh, But I was like, yeah, I think you would probably like it. Uh, But clearly I was wrong. Um, And I was surprised that you actually walked out of it because I've, I mean, there are movies that I mean, however you feel about that movie. I'm Mm -hmm. sure there's movies that I've hated more that I like battleship. That I've watched. <laughs>
3: Battleship. Yeah, right? I mean, like, what it, a terrible you know, movie. It's
1: a terrible movie. But they have, I had a full up bucket with of point. popcorn, Jeff. How was I going to leave with my full bucket of popcorn?
3: No, but like, really, with that movie, it's the, it's the, <laughs> just the level of mental gymnastics somebody went through with, like, okay, how do we cram Battleship into this horrible Aliens movie we've got? I've got it. Their advanced alien ships that traveled the universe, they can only move in diagonal square pegs to the so in, in a grid pattern to you sunk look, Oh, somebody, you sunk my alien ship.
2: I don't know who it was recently. It was like, Battleship was like way more fun than it should have been. Like, somebody just recently like said uh, that they enjoyed Battleship. And I was like, Really?
1: I, I, was I it mean, Rihanna?
2: I never watched
1: it. <laughs> Rihanna yeah. probably had fun. So um you know I don't I don't take joy in the fact look I knew you weren't going to love it but I didn't think that I was you know I, and I kind of like half-heartedly said like yeah I think I think you would like the raminess of it. Yeah. But I was just way off uh in in that respect. Yeah. Uh, it that. was
2: I think I texted you on my walk back after leaving the theater in a, in a fit in all caps you lied to me. <laughs>
1: and I had to think about it for a second I'm like, like what? I'm like I'm like, yeah, it's really only six and a half inches, but what is he talking about? <laughs> wow. But, you know, and uh, yeah, oh, go ahead, Jeff.
3: It, uh, there's a comment that uh, Elizabeth Olsen made that I think almost like to me informs me a part of what's wrong with that movie where she talks about like, no, I don't see uh, Scarlet Witch or whatever as like a bad guy a villain, where it's like, you're I a villain. You a, were yeah. a villain. Yeah, you- very, very villain villain. You You're a very bad. Brutally person, murdered but... people in ways like where you intentionally wanted them to suffer. Yeah. You're Jim, a from, villain. The, Jim I mean, from
1: the office never deserved that to happen to him. Yes, no. he did.
2: All those fucking guys did. Those guys sucked.
1: No, just white. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen that happen to Dwight.
2: When that dude's head exploded, I was so fed up at that point, I laughed. I laughed out loud like a crazy person. There's only like five other people in the theater and they're probably like, what is this guy's fucking problem? I could not stop laughing. He's
1: going to go go blow up someone's head.
2: It was so funny. Was it as
3: loud as Natasha during Aquaman?
0: I uh, louder i think louder. i, re- I yeah. really i really
1: want to watch uh aquaman 2 with natasha when it comes out by the way even if uh i don't know how we how we make it happen but uh i, wa- I want i want her her input so um yeah so clearly that would fall under the category of of two minute hate because you wish you had walked out after oh. two minutes of doctor i think we're
2: I've reached like age-wise, and now it's like it really is beginning with certain things I'm watching, like not really caring about finishing Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm like at that point now where I'm like, why do I just force myself to finish shows or seasons or movies where I'm like, if I don't like something, I should probably just not watch it yeah. and waste my time. And that in that movie, I was just like, I thought it was so awful and the writing was so bad. And it really, I think the biggest thing that pissed me off was that Her character, in my opinion, should not have been the villain. They gave her all this work. They did all this work on her in WandaVision to make her more of a hero in a way that, yes, she becomes the Scarlet Witch, but she didn't become a fucking bad guy. And then she's looking for her kids in the end. I was like, that'll be a fun story to follow. And then it was this where she's just like brutally. And I was like, this does not track with the eight episodes I watched and the empathy and the kindness with which we showed this character that now she's ripping people apart and like eviscerating whole se- I'm like wow
0: well, well, this is not yeah. this
1: I mean she did you know pull the strings of an entire town just so she she could you know fuck her dead boyfriend robot. but they
2: found some weird way to make that like
1: make no, I agree she with, was you know, somehow like, sympathetic but, uh, in that setting but not in, in part this because we well, because
3: in part, if I'm remembering correctly, in that show, they resolve all of that by a literal conversation between her and her imagined boy, dead boyfriend, yeah. wherein he talks to her about loss and grief and basically yeah. accepting That's loss true. as a part of accepting the love that you had for these things. So yeah. that whole, the best part of that show was that conversation for me. And they threw they threw it out the window and stomped on it for <laughs> to make one <laughs> multiverse it, it of madness. madness.
2: It really should have been a Wanda movie where she's looking for her kids, and Doctor Strange should have been the B character, and they could have had some fun adventures. Instead, they made her the bad guy in his movie. He's not that interesting to watch. I don't think his performance as that character is really all that special. He's more fun in the Avengers movies when he's just yes. like one of many. Uh, yeah, when I he's thought, like
1: refilling Thor's beer repeatedly, yes. I'm like, so, yeah, that's how they. He honestly, should be doing. He should be doing card tricks. Magic you know? tricks. Yeah. No, Benedict he...
2: Wong was a much better lead, a much better written and performed character. I was like, make him, he's a Sorcerer Supreme. I mean, let's he is a this, Sorcerer Supreme. Let's yeah. make him the lead of this movie or Wanda. And then Dr. Strange can just sort of like be around and Wanda. fucking bring back chuck McGuire Maguire. Like we've already introduced this, uh, the, 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 and I will say the one thing musically that I was like, nice. Was Danielle been sampled a cue from the animated X-Men cartoon when, uh, Xavier yes, comes yeah. out in his little chair he because is- that's supposed to be the animated Xavier, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: Thank supposed you know that to be which iteration of Marvel him it is too. because of the cheer, the chair, uh, sorry, the chair that you see. Right. Right. What did you say, Jeff? Uh, spoiler for Ms. Oh, Marvel. for Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. There's a moment. Right which was also, I'm not going to watch it. it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it's they, fine. Yeah.
3: They basically uh, tell her she's a mutant and then they play that
1: same little like, cue very, ooh, very very likely yeah. yeah. And that theme is called uh the X-Men 97 theme. That's the that's way it's listed in the credits of Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness okay. and in Ms. Marvel is because that's the new show. The animated show is going to be oh, uh, right. X-Men 97, so it's like, right. yeah, let's call it that. Yeah. Um and actually uh someone I know is working on it. And and I'm like, I have so many questions for you, but I know I can't ask any of them, <laughs> you know. Um, so uh, before we circle back to some of Will's uh, thoughts on it, Jeff, it seems like you didn't love uh, Multiverse of Madness either. No, right? it, who would have? It was just. <laughs> OK, I didn't love it, but I did go see it a second time because I, I felt like I going to walk you know, didn't, out or hate all, it I, like that. I, but I, it, I didn't, pay, it was for it, I didn't pay for it either time. Yeah. But i i was like all right i want to kind of you know analyze it in a different way but anyway what were you going to say jeff i didn't mean it
3: just over. no no uh it just wasn't good it just wasn't that interesting steven strange is a character it's been how it took you eight years to sequel to make a sequel for his movie and was the it characters goes? it's 2016 yeah. to 2022 it, 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 2016. yeah so it's i mean because le- november 16. versus like the beginning so like seven ish, but it's like yeah, it's still, been a long time and the character is somewhat stagnant. And we're calling back to our relationship. We don't give a shit about it. If you didn't yeah, watch the yeah, What If show, then you no. don't care about his relationship with uh,
1: what's well, your I Face. Did, I did watch the What If show. That is the only good episode. And I still didn't give a shit about it. Exactly. But, I could not. Give. Uh, do you agree not. with me, Jeff, that the character would be better if they just let him use his British accent? Just fucking yes. let him be British. Yeah. yeah. There's
3: it, no reason for him not to be it British. It hurts my ears to hear him talk. It could, he'd be better British. Why don't we have this global diversity that you want? You have I'm everybody else who's missed. not British speaking with a British accent. I'm and you won't let the missed. fucking British guy do it.
2: Since the beginning of the fight, when the first trailer for Doctor Strange came out, I realized he was American. I, my whole childhood, I thought he was British because he looks so fucking British. Right? That like when I was like, oh my God, they cast Benedict Cumberbatch. Amazing. I love that voice. Love that accent. And then it was American. And I was like, this is
1: fucking horrible. What is this? No, Wanda, I'm not here to talk to you about New Jersey. (laughs) Uh, But Will, now you're never going to get the answer, which you've been talking about almost the entire run of this podcast. You still don't know. Why is he so strange?
2: I don't know. I don't know.
1: You're just gonna have to just live life not knowing. It um, really
2: felt like such a paycheck for Sam Raimi where he's like, I'll make another Marvel movie. It was like, okay, did you show up? How much well, did Scott you show Derrickson
1: up? fell out. That was that's always the story for yeah. Marvel. Uh, yeah. is that they didn't want to pay somebody. But um what were Don't, you gonna say, Jeff?
3: I think you could have resolved some of the issues people have with the Wanda Maximoff left turn if you had made it a wanda from a different universe that had been manipulated by agnes after she realized she couldn't manipulate this wanda like if she was the one using the dark magic to try to maybe communicate to a different alternate dimension and speak to this other wanda who's like that wanda but who didn't have that conversation or didn't have the same resolution right like if she reached out to a different one that didn't have the resolution we saw for the Wandaverse vision but was stuck in the grief in an alternate dimension, that would make more sense, right? Like if WandaVision wasn't a resolution for Wanda, but a, you know, falling down the spiral into madness, that would make more sense as the character arc for this villain that we had in that movie. And you could maybe explain that by having this person who's aware of the dark hold and dark magic using said dark magic like apparently Stephen Strange does in every other dimension to talk to a different version, like right, like, and again, we've established this witch character, you could use her for something
2: like Dr. Dr. Strange and the gradual descent into madness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is kind of strange. This is even more strange. <laughs> oh, this is the very only thing
3: strange. that would have made it better is if at the very end of uh, Multiverse of Madness, he he goes and they say, You know, Doctor you're actually the one in the madhouse and then it's just a bunch of things that say
1: no no straight out of the cabinet of dr Caligar. i think that they should have called it uh dr strange strangest things so then oh. he would have one up another mm-hmm. franchise be like here's are the strangest things yeah uh so um yeah i uh so jeff it just uh, it just didn't work for you at all and uh it's uh, that report. That's Nothing why after I good. saw After I saw Thor Love and Thunder I was starting to think like Oh I I mean it was fun But it's not great So I'm like oh I'm, am I just a bad judge So I like ask people And they're like no it's fun it's fine it's a fourth movie Just you know just mm. go and have fun with it Whatever I, and don't try and, and do too much with it And I think that's probably why it works This movie was definitely like working like We got to deal with multiverses And you know all this crazy stuff and yeah the scene that people talk about is this scene with like all the like interesting cameos of alternate versions of characters you know I mean just such a waste what a dumb waste I
2: love Mr. Fantastic Four is like just all I've ever wanted was there to be a decently pretty good version of that movie or show and then even with like John Krasinski I was like oh they did that weird fan thing yeah okay and then he dies immediately in a very silly way and I was like oh sweet I think it was shortly after that that I walked out because I was like this is just fucking preposterous, well, and I hate that, every minute. That, of that
1: was my concern. Was I'm like, wait, did you did you not see Patrick Stewart? Because no, I was I like, that. It, no, once it. you saw him, I'm like, whatever. The
2: fine. the the John Krasinski cameo was spoiled. I like. I mean, I yeah. you read enough on the internet by accident. Stuff's gonna happen. I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. That was spoiled for me. By the time I got there, I was like, I'm glad that this was spoiled. This movie
3: <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the new uh, Fantastic Four internet spoiler rumor? Whatever.
2: No.
1: No. Uh <laughs> and as we're talking, they haven't uh had their big uh Marvel Studios uh Hall H premiere, which I think they're gonna bring the cast of Fantastic Four out for that. So uh can laugh at me. What's that? Yeah, so they've already cast it. It's
3: one of the casts one of the casts has uh one of the name of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I'll somebody in it. the cast has talked about how they're yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, no, well, I, don't know, I don't know. Basically, there's a rumor about somebody is. who's gonna ultimately be in the movie that's gonna be in another Disney Plus show as a oh, cameo. So they gotcha. would likely be announced as part of that cast, and then
2: it would right. be a thing. Do they know which you, Fantastic Four character it is?
3: Yeah, do you want me to tell you what the little well, rumor is? I don't want to know I don't, don't want to know what it is. So I don't know do if it's you, true. I just saw some heard some yeah, yeah, well, things. If we're gonna learn
1: tomorrow,
2: whatever.
3: What, I don't care.
1: Yeah, by the time people hear it. Um I had the John Krasinski thing spoiled um by uh, my friend, Michael, who I do my Marvel show with, he texted me uh, like a TMZ link. Hey, did you see this? I'm like, no, I didn't see that. Well, I, 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 yeah. Like, Take it. Take out of this for a second. The fact that you didn't like the movie. But I'm like, it was like, I'm seeing it like tomorrow. Yeah. Like, that's you couldn't shitty. like not send me that. That's and shitty. like, he didn't try to ruin Like that, that was just more like, oh, I just figured it was out there. And you knew I'm like, I yeah. didn't. And it's funny. There was- <laughs> There was a cameo at the end of Eternals that was kind of like a, a fun casting thing. He okay. also ruined that for me too. <laughs> I was like live on a show. He just mentioned it. I'm like, what are you doing?
2: I remember when uh, I first saw uh, No Way Home. I like, I knew you'd seen it at that point, like probably twice, like at least advance a bunch of. But I texted you and I said like Andrew Garfield really stole the show. And as soon as I sent that text, I was like, oh my god. Oh my God. What if for some reason I was like, wait, did he, I'm pretty sure.
1: (laughs) This was the one that I missed. Yeah. Yeah. And he did, by the way, Andrew Garfield, uh, you know, but yeah, he should have been, he should have been in Dr. Strange. He should have been (laughs) Dr. Strange.
2: How about that? Uh, I would have much preferred that Andrew Garfield also was a Mr. Fantastic would be great too. I feel
3: like Andrew Garfield is one of those. He was a great cast. He was great. Casting as Spider-Man and just completely wasted by the stories and directors that he cared about. Do you time. remember
1: the other thing about him, Jeff? There's that two other
3: loves things. He loves lasagna and hates Mondays. Doesn't work a single one, and all that carbo loading is how he's able to be so agile.
2: Three day weekend, yeah
1: yeah uh so uh so neither of you liked that uh and like i don't know that's not the one where i felt like when it was over i'm like oh it's probably just me i'm probably like the big homer for it i felt more like that about uh thor which uh you know i don't know i'm like the fourth movie in any franchise it's like <laughs> okay just feel of it think of it like a tv show it's like oh, look thor. it's the, the yeah. season premiere you're just hanging out with some friends and like, you know what? If Fast and Furious, if you love those movies and you want to see them go into space, great. Go. I, I'm not I don't I have I've seen a half an hour of one of them. But for everybody else, go enjoy. It's fine. You know,
2: it's So you're saying I don't need to rush to the theater to see Thor 4. Thor 4. No,
1: it'll be on Disney Plus at this point in like a month, so Okay. Oh, I'll just do it. I saw, it, done. I saw yeah. it.
3: I it was funny, but it's that's all. I mean, I've heard that like, Christian
2: Bale is like people do though consider him like the best Marvel villain. Or something.
3: That's I a mean, little much, considering how much screen time he has. No, yeah, right. like I think... there's, he's not. It's not. It's not enough of a character. There's not enough time spent with him. But of mm. course, the scenes that he has and the stuff that he has is good. It's got yeah. good he, gravity. He it's...
1: does more with the character than I thought we were gonna get. Like halfway through the movie, we see a little bit more of him, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, there's a little bit more to to this. Um, yeah. No. And. I was just like, somebody was like, oh, is it better than Ragnarok? I'm like, no, but it was fun. It was yeah, fine. that was
2: such a, that was such a, a revitalization that like, for yeah,
1: because that's where they one. like, oh, we know what to do with Thor. What yeah. if he's funny? Yeah. Yeah. Great. But it,
3: I also think one of the big things that this didn't have that it needed was a, the Hulk character. Part of what made Ragnarok great is we had the Hulk who could be, both a heel and the straight man, right? Or like the silly and serious because he could be, he could say something that was meant to be straight from him, but was funny for us as the audience. Or we could have him be like, no, I'm a Hulk. Like I don't shut up. And we would have to like buy it. I don't, I thought that was what was missing. And that's why we got some of the, the over the top jokey jokes. Like, again, they were funny, but it was just like, some of the stuff is just like, okay. Like, they they overly personify uh Stormbringer and his
1: relationship yeah. with the axe. Oh, but yeah, I mean, but yet I enjoy that, but I know I I, I it was disagree, funny, but right.
3: it just went too it yeah. just they did too much of it yeah. and it just hit a point where it was like, Okay, so you knew this was the best joke you had, and you just leaned on it instead of being continually funny.
1: Uh, I don't know. It seems like yeah. It seems like Chuck the Pub is very opinionated. I'm sorry, he's wrestling with Paul. They're they're playing that's, right now. That's all right. He yeah. Look, he just doesn't like Thor, and and he, honestly, he was never a Natalie Portman fan. So uh, I, I know that about Chuck.
2: I will see it at some point. Like some of those things seem interesting. I will say, watching that She-Hulk trailer, I was like.
1: Yeah, I, the the there's one way that She-Hulk works, which is if you play it almost entirely for laughs. Which I think, from what I'm told, that might be what we get. Uh, it's, like a Harvey Birdman, but with a She-Hulk. Yeah, because it's like there's a there's a famous uh, you know a, 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 like an iconic She-Hulk run that John Byrne did where it was it was just played for comedy. She knew she was in a comic book. There's a lot of like fourth wall stuff. Uh, so that's the only way it works though. So if they, it can be a, you can have moments. It's obviously, it's part of the MCU. It's like, if it's more like Ant-Man than it is, you know, where it's just like, oh yeah, just have fun. It's going to be kind of silly. I think that it'll work. I think it'd but, be good if they just rip off Ally McBeal episodes. And it's, just replace the character name. It's funny that you say that because for years when I did a Marvel show with him at uh popcorn talk, Zach Wilson, who I know, you know, he said that like, he was like, there should be a She-Hulk show and it should be basically Allie McBeal and the MCU. And I hope that's what we get. Um, before we run out of time though, I want to circle back to uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Jeff, I want to know your thoughts uh, as, as, Someone who uh, completed—I assume you finished all six episodes mm-hmm. of the show. Uh, so, what did you think of it? It was
3: fine. It's it, it, we you, didn't, you've said
1: fine twice. You know, Will's right. trademarked that. You're know yeah. not. Right. It
3: was okay. It was <laughs> just all right. It, it had. The ending was 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 good. I liked it. I you know I liked the the last little bits of uh, conflict and stuff that we had in the last two episodes between yeah. Ewan and uh, Christian. Can and I just skip to that episode? Can I just watch the last yeah. episode?
1: Yeah, honestly, probably. It, oh,
3: it's
2: great.
1: It's almost like you don't deserve the payoff if you don't sit through all of it. However, <laughs> that's what you'll enjoy the most. I, I I I think probably the entirety of the like I think it's early, so just just start this the last episode and you'll get to a point where there's some good performances that uh, I, I've always loved Ewan McGregor. So getting to spend time with him, I was probably not going to be let down, but you felt Jeff that what it was really like you liked, you liked maybe more the way that it ended than the, the, the earlier part of it.
3: it. It just felt like it took, you know, it's one of those like, okay, you got to watch the first four episodes and then the things that you want to see, happen and it's almost like no let's just let's just make those episodes. Let's just make it the things we want to see. We have that opportunity. Let's do that. Nobody
2: just make a movie. Yeah. Doesn't have to be six hours of television. Yeah.
3: For sure. And it's just a matter of nobody is uh, nobody who who is should be watching this show should be unfamiliar with any of our main players to the point where we need to fucking explore who they are. I know who Leia is. I know who Obi-Wan is. I know who Vader is. The end of conversation. I know who Senator Organa is. Which,
1: by the way, light spoiler, but uh, there is uh, nobody that is worse suited for any kind of dual, uh, like, spy-related, you know, uh, activities than Bail Organa. I'm going to go ahead and make a recording where I say, like, all of the most important secrets in the galaxy— nobody's going to find that, are they? Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> just know? ridiculous. Yeah. That, ridiculous. that I was just like, oh, Jimmy Smith, what are you doing?
2: Yeah. yeah but, but, but Jimmy Smith in the star Wars universe is like just something really special. Like he I, just I seems I like a himself in star. <laughs> like he shouldn't be. It's almost like, I mean, not quite as extreme, but what's his face it was in fucking Boba Fett. And you were like, what just ripped me oh, right Danny out of Trejo. Danny Trejo. Yeah. 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 Jimmy Smith yeah. is always somebody that I'm like, Wait a minute, you're
3: here? here? Uh, What were you going to say though, Jeff? Sorry. You know, you watch the show and it almost makes me feel like a more interesting story would have just been the story of um, that Inquisitor. I can't think of the third sister, whatever her name is.
1: Yeah. I mean, they basically called her third sister, I think.
3: But yeah, her story start to finish was the most interesting overarching plot of the whole show. And it seemed almost like if we had just made the show from her perspective, it might've been richer. Because it might have told us a different or newer, or like, you know, it might have tread different territory than we had already tread, which is like, Obi Wan,
2: he lives in
3: the desert. He's kind of lonely. And, uh, you know, he likes to cut meat, he likes to steal from his job. Never gets confronted, Never it, gets no matter confronted. how yeah. obvious and blatant it is. I, Every I, time he's like, oh, everyone's stopping. I'm going to cut this big hunk of meat off. Don't watch.
1: Yeah. I was like, I'm like, well, clearly we're going to get a payoff to that at some point. Nope. You know? And even when like somebody tracks down his boss, like, Oh yeah. the guy who used to always steal meat. I was like, I thought we were getting, But the third sister character, uh, I was a little bit surprised for where they went and I was more, I was more interested in her than I think when the show started, I felt like, Oh, I've seen this character before. And I'm like, you know, you know what? This is a little bit better. Um, I thought the casting of young Leia was great. Um, Oh, I thought she was fucking horrible. That's part of why I stopped watching. Oh, well, we don't know if they cast young, we don't know if they cast young Luke poorly because they didn't do enough with him, which uh, I I thought she was good. I thought she was very consistent. Uh, I could believe her growing up to being the same level of actress as Carrie Fisher when she was 18.
2: Uh i yeah they should have just cgi'd like natalie portman from the prequels as younger or from uh the the professional just like motion captured you know they've already done it with peter cushing and everybody else so
1: yeah well it's uh i yeah but uh yeah i think that the confrontation at the end is probably the best part and uh uh, so, will would you say you hated that, or you were just like oh, I don't care enough? You're more indifferent. I not care. Yeah I, yeah,
2: I thought it looked really cheap the first couple episodes. That third episode where they're on like the desert planet or whatever, I was like, this just looks like Ramona where I grew up, and it doesn't. It's not filmed particularly cinematically. Yeah. The like even some of the costumes, like the dude like driving the truck as they like got pulled over by the stormtroopers or whatever, like that, that didn't look that Zach costume? Braff, you mean look like shit? Was that Zach Braff?
3: That was Zach Braff.
2: As, like, the fat truck driver guy? Uh-huh. Interesting. I actually did not know that. I did not know that either. Um, uh, but, uh Just looked yeah. bad. And, like, it just felt so low stakes in general because it didn't feel real. It felt like I was watching a Star Wars fan film. Like, it just, it felt cheap and shitty. That by the time we got to, like, Vader on the, when he's there, it's so not spectacular like he's walking around just like murdering people you're like okay cool and then they get to the fire part and they're just sort of like standing opposite each other and i'm like okay and then they like fight a little bit and then he like puts him in the fire and i was like this is super lame like it's just not he doesn't seem i already watched what he could do in rogue one and it was fucking awesome and now he just like stands over here and like moves you to the fire it just looked like a fan film that i was like um, I'm out. Like, if people like this, I'm super happy. But it, the only person trying is is Iwan McGregor, and it's sad to watch him as an island,
1: and yeah, everybody he, else around he, him. Was he, really in that good. sense, to you, he's like Harrison Ford in the Christmas Special. Yeah, Harrison <laughs> Ford brings it in the Christmas Special. You're like, no, you're Han Solo. I don't know what yeah. anybody else is in this, except for B. Arthur, who of course yeah. is a national treasure. Well, come on. Um And Lumber. but so for you. Boba Fett is followed up by another Star Wars thing that you they weren't into. Uh, yeah. So, are you just like, all right, Star Wars, why don't you take a break for a little bit? Is that what feeling?
2: I would love them to either take a break or just make something good. You know, like that's I sh- actually like I like Star Wars, so I would love for there to be like more are good you stuff.
1: Watch the Taika is, is, Star Wars movie? Yeah. Uh, Taika Watiti Star Wars movie which he asked Natalie Portman to be in, not okay. knowing that she was in the, not remembering. He's like, have the you ever pre- done a Star Wars movie? She's like, yeah,
2: yeah. I did yeah. The three. I'm, I'm, um, yeah I'm the best part. Of
1: oh, I'm Honestly, sorry. You
3: were really forgettable.
2: Easy, easy mistake <laughs> to make. Everybody forgot about those movies, but like, uh, I don't know. It's like, I liked the Mandalorian the first two seasons and then Boba Fett was very bad, but I didn't even really care for the Mandalorian episodes in Boba Fett because they pissed me off because they weren't supposed to be there. Yeah, like I was I, like, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, so I, it, like, I, I me thought mad. the
1: content of those episodes was good, but you're right. That's not, that shouldn't have shitty been there.
2: Luke. Mm. Ugh, that awful yeah. Luke CGI robot voice. Just, there's been so many things where like at every turn, I'm like, does anybody give a shit? I, I think that they do. But they have a weird way of showing it, and it's it just seems like
1: I just want a well, good movie, a good I where think, I'm like, wow. That well, was they're great. not doing they're they're out of the movie business for a little while. Uh, but I think yeah, the the type is Tyka doing one. a movie or is it, his will be a movie, I believe. Okay, yeah. but I think the next thing we get is the what the Cassian Andor or whatever his oh name is. Oh my god, 0-1. I
2: do not care. Like this is yep. already dead. He dies. He died. <laughs> Spoiler alert: the, they, He's already okay. dead. They what? got the desert. It's a sled. It's Have a you heard? Sled. Of- there, I just saved you two and a half boobless hours. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they, I think they said that it's like the first. They're they're planning for two seasons for oh, the Cassian show. Oh, the cares. first season is one year, and the second season is four years. Time. Oh yeah, I heard that. So it's just yeah. like. Why are we knowing this now? It feels <laughs> like the fact that that information is leaking is meant to make some sense out of, like, the nowhere yeah. that the show hey, end up
2: going. don't like you every guys, other show. don't you, you like Han Solo, right? Yeah. Well, what if, what if we had, like, a Han Solo character? Okay, you have me. But what if he was, like, not charismatic at all? Oh, that, that would be weird. And, like, <laughs> he's not particularly, he's, like, okay-looking Oh, I kind of like that Harrison Ford, and so he, and then he dies eventually. Like he, well, he dies at some point later. Yeah. But you well, know, he's go built yeah. a whole show out of like really boring, average Han Solo. I'm like, who? Why were they? Why are they making this? Show? I don't understand. Uh, I, don't, uh, I agree. Listen. I need the past, or I need the future. No more. Seventy years of Bushes and Kennedys in, in space.
3: Listen, if you don't like stories about where the guy dies at the end, I got a spoiler for the Bible that you are not going to like. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm just starting. I'm just starting
1: to read it. Yeah, Come but on. we've
2: never seen Jesus's childhood, the prequel to the to when he was thirty. You know, yeah, like,
1: he he was a great pilot when he was eight. Yeah,
2: he was a smuggler and he did a whole bunch of crazy stuff before he you know well, converted and became a Jew. As
1: As we wrap up the hate that uh, flows through our veins and only makes us stronger uh, as uh, agents of the Sith. Um, Is there something coming out in the near future? Each of you just pick one so we can uh, end on a good note that you are looking forward to, that you hope is good, or you're really convinced is going to be good. Um, I will go first in sort of an opposite way. I saw the first trailer that I'd seen for Black Adam. Yikes um so i might i might get a story about walking out of a movie let's hope uh but uh what about uh let me ask you first Will. what's something that you know is coming up it doesn't even have to be like later this year just like oh this thing i'm excited for doesn't have to be franchise could be could be aquaman 2 could be flashpoint i actually
2: i actually don't know i don't think that much about like what's coming out that makes me excited a poor i mean maybe not i don't as miller seems like such a problem now i genuinely think he is unwell and it's like lighting fire to his whole life. Cause I think he has like mental illness, but like is just on drugs and alcohol and not getting help. Yeah, so I like that's fair. all the excitement of the flash is now like buried under this, this like shit storm of what, a, like all but the shit he's going through.
1: You have a fix.
2: I want to see Michael Keaton as Batman. That's what I'm very excited about. Right. Just but you mostly have a fix that.
1: For, you have a fix for their Barry Allen problem. Oh
2: yeah. Everyone's like, oh, we should recast somebody else's Barry. I'm like, no, no, just bring a Wally. Yeah. It's a fucking so, flash universe. Just pop over. Oh, it's his nephew. There he is. Now he's the flash. Boom. Done. He's Wally. I funny. could we I could do it next. I'll write it for free.
3: I think that Ezra it would behoove Ezra Miller to like change tactics and go with flashing.
1: <laughs> free marketing. <laughs> it's free promotion. So every headline has the word flash in it. Yeah. Um, what's uh what's something you're looking forward to, uh Jeff? Uh something that's uh streaming soon in theater soon um i am I'm, I'm actually a little hard pressed for what i'm actively looking forward to because we've gotten most of the stuff i was circling for this calendar year you know uh, i
3: believe 2023 oscar academy award winner clerks 3
1: uh, yes. i uh yeah that jane silent bob reboot uh, I need a new. I need a do over after that. So I hope that Clerks Three is good. I agree. I feel
3: like on. it's going to be bad, but I I will watch it. I, Wait, it what was, was <laughs> what was the Jay and Silent Bob reboot? It was it's- it was literally that. J, it's called Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. You could buy it for five dollars online because he's stealing the Louis C.K. method of. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give
1: you one spoiler about it. In that film, Kevin Smith plays Kevin Smith. Hmm. Nice. So uh, that'll kind of give you a hint. Uh, but yeah, you know what I now that you said it, I'm legitimately excited for clerks three talk about sequels where you just get to hang out with your old friends. I was excited to see that trailer. I don't know if it's going to be good. Look, most of those movies aren't great, but I like them anyway.
3: As long as he doesn't cast his daughter in it, I think there's hope because for, and I'm not even saying that like to be mean, but it's just like, it's one of those things where like his daughter's not a good actress and like the nepotism that you're like making movies around her when she's actually bad at acting. Is like part of why your career is continuing to tank. So like, please yeah. stop, please well, stop casting your horrible actress
1: on. Someone who is great at acting is our friend Will Sterling of the Tourage and the History Rated R podcast. Uh, we will be back uh, very soon, and we're going to do more black casting. Uh, we're going to figure out an actual uh, live celebration. Uh, one of our our most loyal fans has sent me something that we'll share all together, oh. we'll do something live some point in the near future. But until then, people can find you where will at will Sterling
2: at will Sterling underscore. Yeah. History rated art uh, you know, on Instagram, whatever well, I am. I I'm going to disappear right now, actually. Cause I have, I, know, I was going to
1: say, too, so. this is the moment where you go. And, uh, Jeff, uh, great to chat with you. I, uh, look forward to, uh, hearing about, uh, some of the, some of the new uh, vinyl pickups uh, in the near future. Do you, is there like new releases that you're interested in, like music wise, or is it a lot of like, there's so much great old music that I don't really care, you know, about, you know, anybody who's putting stuff out. There's
3: definitely new releases that I like, but I think um, (laughs) the, the thought process is that the old releases are like this is uh pretty much the best hopeful hopefully if i get a good copy the best fidelity the best preserved version of it versus the digitized versions that they keep because it's like if you convert to an mp3 you may not know this the reason that they call certain uh, formats lossy versus lossless like a wave mp3 is considered a lossy format because if you have an mp3 file every year, it degrades. That means your mp3 loses information. So it's like if you have a song that's stored as an mp3, and you don't listen to it for 10 years, and you go back to listen to it 10 years later, it will have less fidelity and less information in that file
1: for that song. So is that why my mp3s from 1999 of limp biscuit if i listen to them now they suck is that why it's because of (laughs) that is definitely the reason why because
3: (laughs) limp biscuit is like
1: mozart of their time look they did it all for the nookie uh jeff i'm glad we got to catch up we're going to continue celebrating black cast 500 uh throughout the days ahead and uh i'll i'll let you in on a little secret uh, our, our, friend, Matt and KC sent something that, uh, I can't keep to myself. Uh, I'm going to have to figure out a way to share it, uh, with you on the other side of the country. Uh, and, uh, just, uh, start, start thinking about something. Do like, you like, you know, you enjoy a nice beverage now and again, because, uh, he may have provided us with more beverages and more. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so we we will uh, figure out a way to celebrate uh, in the near future. And uh, uh, I'm glad that you uh, got to see Thor. I didn't want to try to talk it up too much because, Will see, I was approaching this conversation that we just finished with, like, oh, I think Will hates everything now. And I'm like, no, he actually just doesn't hate everything. He just hated Doctor Strange. I think there's been a – but I don't think it – I think the the pandemic had such an effect on
3: the quality of media and that we are continuing to see the rippling effect of its uh quality like there's just certain quality control stuff that i feel like has fallen out that we used to get and i think part of the things you have to consider are like and i think of this because natasha used to work for one of these companies movie screenings like a lot of these big movies screen themselves multiple times to audiences and correct or like work on things if they get feedback that like this isn't working that's got to be a lot more expensive and maybe even cost prohibitive now because people aren't going to be like yeah let's all cram into theaters all around the country because people are just more like no i don't go to the theaters i wait for it to stream etc 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 so i think that Unless they can find a way to mitigate that, we may continue to see like these a lot more hit or miss quality of our content. And I also think there's a line in uh, (laughs) South Park. So you know how South Park is on HBO and Paramount Plus, right? Yeah, they
1: have the they they create original content, but then the series from Comedy Central, the episodes end up on HBO Max, yes. Yeah, yeah.
3: So um, they had their streaming wars second part, and uh, they, there's a, you know, as happens sometimes with South Park, they had their little like, yeah, you know, nugget of, of very truth bomb or whatever, right? Yeah. Where they talk about all these streaming services have popped up where they're uh, driving content, not the other way. There's not all this content. There's not all this great shows, great stuff out there to fill up all these streaming services. And so that's why we're getting this lackluster content on these streaming services because these services are just promoting themselves or creating themselves as a means to get More money, more cash flow But they don't actually have A bunch of talents and things That didn't have the means to get their Stuff out before, they're just now Like, well now we need a bunch of old Shit that's already been aired and One or two original things, doesn't matter If we're good, we'll just promote them as we have New content.
1: I mean that makes sense And yeah, Trey and Matt who do South Park Are, you know, incredibly funny uh, But also, you know, pretty smart guys And especially when it comes to analyzing You know, media And they're, they're right. You have the, it's like, well, we need to create content to fill the streaming services. And if it was like all these studios, God, we have so much content. We don't have anywhere to put it. I guess we need a streaming service. The quality, if it, you know, if if that version of chicken or the egg uh, would probably lead to better content. Uh, it's interesting to think about. I haven't seen those Star, uh, those South Park streaming wars yet, but I did watch the Beavis and Butthead movie. And uh, I talk about just having fun, you re- re- know, visiting with some old friends. Uh, oh, yeah. It, you know, it wasn't like amazing, but I didn't need it to be. You know?
3: No, I mean, it, it's it's funny because it's like, it was exactly what it needed to be because it's also like, Beavis and Butthead have had their day and had their reboot, right? They had a reboot of Beavis and Butthead in what, 2012 on MTV. Yeah. So it's like, we didn't need to do anything like that, but to just, <laughs> they, they explained it uh, funnily enough with the like time travel aspect. And yeah, then I that was funny. Yeah. And then just like how different things are, which is like, you know, our cliche, it's, it's like another version of the member berries, right? Like, Oh, look how different things are! Remember how they were when you watched this before, but now how they are now—that's so different. Yeah, I I love when
1: the concept of white privilege is introduced to them and uh, how they respond to what white privilege must mean. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. Well, uh, well, I like to think of us as Beavis and ButtHead, uh, Jeff and I, but uh, I'm I'm probably the ButtHead. You're definitely the Beavis of the operation. Oh wait, no, ButtHead's. Is Butthead smarter? I guess, like, slightly well,
3: yeah, right. Beavis does the, the Be- Butthead is often the one abusing Beavis. And so yeah. you have to think that Butthead is there for the Mo.
1: Yeah. Well, and if there's ever anybody who would enjoy a nice head first dive into a porta potty, it's my pal Jeff DeRay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, glad we had a chance to chat and uh, celebrate, of course, 500 episodes of a podcast that uh, I might be the only person who's heard every episode, but that's all right. I like it that way. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Please subscribe to Blackcast YouTube channel where you will see a video version of this and our previous episode, all in one big, overly long two hour and 11 minute video. Uh, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, thanks so much to everybody. And uh, we will continue celebrating. We'll have a live celebration sometime soon. Uh, So for all of that, subscribe, follow me at ChristianDMZ, and we'll see you
0: next time on The Bladcast. Thank you for listening to The Bladcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Bladcast. That's B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. You can also subscribe to the audio version wherever podcasts are found. Like the Bladcast on Facebook. Follow @Bladcast on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, the man responsible for what you just heard is on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. I'm Farad Muhammad. And if you want me to voice your podcast intro, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at F A R D M U H A M M A D. We will see you next time on the Bladcast. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.